ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, Terramaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. Kinsey Osborne, hey, thank you so much for coming back and talking with me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Leonard. No problem. Hey, I think this is kind of a big deal conversation. Um, I don't know, something really big happened in your world? Um, Not really, no. No, nothing big? <laughs> Just Come on big. now. No, yeah, I somehow managed to win the WMX championship. With with two rounds to go? Yeah, that's correct. That's even crazier, right? I know. I, if I didn't expect it to happen in the first place, but if I did expect it to happen, I was thinking like Loretta's, not now. Yeah, same here, same here. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I will be talking to Andrea at some point to to get her take on how everything broke down. But let's go, let's play this back a little bit. And, and you know, we've covered Daytona. You know, we, we understand how Daytona was for you. Um, talk about the second round and, and how that went. And, and let's roll forward and talk, talk about each round and, and get some insight to that. Well, Texas was almost as big of a shock as Daytona was, or maybe a little more. Um, it was kind of a while ago now that I'm trying to remember everything. <laughs> this, is, this whole year has just been wild, but uh, Texas, I managed to get good starts and keep up with Andrea. And uh, I think it was the second moto. I got the whole shot and that's, I think that's what gave me the advantage to winning the overall because not going to lie, there wasn't much passing lanes at that track, but yeah, somehow I came up on top, and then ever since then, it kind of just fueled my fire to want to win more. So, how did the emotions when you won that first race? I mean, you can reflect back a little bit now, yeah, and it might be a little bit easier to delve into those emotions that you had. Um, I mean, what was it like winning your first professional race? It was amazing. I, that was like one of the happiest moments ever I, I ever had racing and um I obviously didn't expect it I didn't expect Daytona either but I just kind of figured like okay well Andrew's gonna get faster this is only the first race and you never know it might not be like this next time you might do worse but somehow I just got lucky I think I've just been lucky this whole season um 
I used to be a really like kind of squirrely rider. I, I crashed a lot and I just really smoothed it out. And I think that's what changed it for me this year. But yeah, it's been crazy. So your emo have, you, have your emotion cal- uh, emotions calmed down or what made you more consistent? I think my emotions have calmed calm down, um, especially with the crashing. Like I've just like kind of learned to chill out a little bit. And like before the gate, I'm always trying to calm myself down because obviously there's nerves there. And I just remind myself that it's okay and just to try my best and not to worry about it. I know your dad spends a lot of time with you at the races and, and helping you. Is he a calming force at the gate for you? No, he, he kind of just knows not to say anything. <laughs> he doesn't want to work me up even more on accident. But when he does say something, he's um, I remember at PBR the last round, he um, was telling me, like, don't worry, either like the pressure's not on you. It's on everyone else. Like, if you don't win this, it's fine. But if you do great and kind of just calm me down a little bit and took off. So after you won Texas, did did you have pressure going into the third round or were you still feeling that you were possibly going to have to play catch up? What was the third round? Was that Georgia? It was mud. Yeah, yeah. Um, Going into the third round, um, I was pretty hyped up, but... um, once I saw the rain, I was kind of like, okay, I'm just trying to finish the race at this point. Um, but yeah, winning wasn't really on my mind that race. It was more survival, which was crazy. I mean, I listened to the episode you did with um, Neve when she talked about Aonia and I was like, yep, she's, she's so right. Like that race was crazy. Um, my starts were bad in the mud got tangled up in the first turn. I think it was first moto. Yeah. First moto. I got stuck in someone's rear, rear fender and second moto. I Neve was the one she was talking about on the episode. She's the one who got stuck on the hill right at the top. And I just managed to get around her with like an inch between us. And I was in first and then coming around um past the start a little in the roller section the turn before the roller section I I somehow crashed I don't even know how I let myself do that that was like the only crash I've had this year and um it was really just the the ruts were really deep in the mud and it kind of just sucked me off the track into the like wall rut and I flipped and then I couldn't flip it back over because there was like 20 pounds of mud on it were you allowed to have help um, you know, I'm not really sure about the roles, but, um, some, someone, someone I don't know, it wasn't a track worker came over and f- helped me f- flip it. But by then, um, my friend Ellie passed me and that was before the guy got there. And I was just standing there going like, telling her to go. I was like, Oh, you got it. And she didn't even know coming off the track. She was like, that was you. She couldn't even tell that was me because of all the mud all over me. She thought wow. it was some other girl, but yeah, it was crazy. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And I didn't even know that I got top three. I went back to my trailer. I was really upset. Cause I, I lost the lead and crashed when I could have like 
done better. You know, I could have won the race. But then um, one of our friends from, he's a local guy, but he also races some of the nationals. His son does. He can't, he comes up to my trailer and he's like, they need you at the podium. And I was like, what? And then it was just, it was just the best feeling um, seeing Ellie win, Ellie Roush. Yep. It was just a really good moment. It turned a, a bad day to a good moment. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that amazes me about all you girls. E- Andrea, you, Neve, Ellie, and I, I haven't met some of the other gals, but you guys all seem like you're super close and friends. And yes, you want to win, but if you don't win, you're cheering the other person. Yeah, that's what I love um, the most moving up to WMX. Like everyone's just funny, making jokes and staging, laughing, and they could also be serious on the track at the same time. And everyone's just more mature. Like it's obviously probably the the age difference, but it's it's a lot more enjoyable this year. And and there's no real there's a rivalry, but there's still a friendship. Yeah, it's it's not like that serious. Like that's it. it, it, it well, it respect. is that serious. It is that serious, but you know, after the race is over, everybody's like. Hey, shaking hands and, and good. Happy for each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's just crazy. If it was a bunch of dudes would be punching each other behind the trucks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know how it works. We, 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 could, we can't get along even when we are friends. So that was Georgia. Yeah. And then and I then, think the next one was high point. I think so. Yeah. High point was just totally different completely different but um I don't know what was up I just I guess I just clicked with the track a lot I really like fast tracks but at the same time I do like sand tracks but um high point um I didn't always used to like that track but it's kind of growing on me now um I got both hole shots first and second moto from like I went on this the gate spot farthest to the left like inside and somehow got it both times. I don't know. Once once my dad picks a whole shot and I get the whole shot from there, I'm picking it the rest of the weekend. <laughs> no joke. Well, hey, that, if it works, it works, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, high point, I won both motos, both whole shots. And that was like, that was a really cool weekend because my grandparents and my cousins and my family got to come watch because it was only like a three-hour drive. And they like never get to come. That was great. What did your grandparents think? Well, after every moto, my my grandparents came to the last round too because it was close. But every round, when I come off the track, my my grandpa gives me a high five and he's like, "Good job, Kins." And my grandma's like, "Yeah, good job." And we sit and eat. And my grandma always brings her chicken salad, and she's always making me eat. She's telling me like every five minutes, she's like, "You need something." (laughs) it's always good having them around at the track that's awesome and and there's no reservations on racing or anything like that what do you mean where where they're worried about you oh i don't know about my grandparents and them they don't tell me my mom tells me all the time how she's she's always worried when i'm on the track like if i disappear for a second she 
and she thinks I was gone too long on the track and a part she couldn't see, she starts freaking out. Wow. Well, that's typical parents. Yeah. You know, I, 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 maybe it isn't because when my son was racing, you know, I was worried about him, but I was like, eh, you know, other than when he came back injured, which was a lot, <laughs> um, it, you know, not big injuries, little injuries, but it's still, it, 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 it didn't seem to affect me as much as I thought it would. Yeah. I was more nervous watching him play football than I was watching. <laughs> movies. Yeah. I don't know if my dad really gets nervous about me, like getting hurt or not. I don't think he does. I think he's gained more trust for me. I think your dad trusts you a lot, but I think he's a typical dad. And one of his baby girls is out there doing that and he's petrified, but he would never, you know, he has to be the Oak. Yeah. He probably wouldn't admit that out loud. Nope. No. You know, I mean, uh, I wouldn't admit that to any of mine. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I get it because your, your dad is your safety zone and your strength. Mm -hmm. And if there's weakness, you're like, ah, oh, you're going to be shaken by that. And he never wants there to be that sign of any portion of that. He wants to be able to take care of you and support you and, and be your strength. Yeah. So. Without him, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. Well, he does a lot for you, you know, making sure that it all happens. Yep. A hundred percent. He does a great job too. Um, have you ever ridden? I think I asked you this question before. Had, have you ridden a, a, a factory frame Yamaha? Nope. Um, I think we were going to try one at one point, but that kind of, that idea kind of got lost in the mail. What would you think if they went to a production rule? Well, I mean, we would probably do it. I mean, it's not that big of a deal for me, at least. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm open to trying it. Well, that bike that you ride right now works pretty good. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't want to, but if I had to, I would. Uh, that, that I mean, that's, that's a logical answer. I ask all of the pro sport and pro-am guys the same question that run hybrids what are you going to do? And all of them are going, Oh yeah, we're getting, we're getting uh, production bikes to, to start riding because we're going to have to change. So we want to be prepared. So yeah, I just was so, I'd have to talk it up with my dad. <laughs> kind of runs all that. <laughs> well, I was just asking if there were, if, if you were uh, thinking of changing or if, if, if you'd ever thought about the rule change, if it was ever to come. No, I haven't. Now I should start thinking about it probably. No, because it, I'm just throwing it out there. I've never heard any yeah. rumors of it. Um, I don't believe that that's a direction that they want to go with your class. Um, they want it to grow and they need it to grow so that the girls and the ladies that come to that class can ride the machines they have. Yeah. yeah. And that's one way that they're going to get it to grow. Mm -hmm. um, sure. What happened after High Point? After high point, when I, there's just been so many races. I just can't remember the order of them. High point. Um, was it sunset? I'm not entirely sure. You have Iron Man in there. You have. Oh, Iron Man. It was Iron Man. Cause it was rain, uh, rain in Iron Man. Didn't it? Yeah. I, 
I just practiced Friday for Ironman. Um, the trek felt like long, like incredibly long. Like my arm pump was terrible. I felt like I was out there for eight laps when I only did like four or five. Um, the track, I just didn't think it had much flow. Um, it wasn't my type of track, but that's okay. Not every track's going to be your track, obviously. So, um, Saturday, first moto, I, I got the whole shot and I barely managed to get the moto when Andrew was right on my tail at the last lap because I was really tired. And that was a hot one too. After it rained, it was really, or before it rained, it was really hot like 90s and I just wasn't used to that heat yet that early in the summer so I was really super tired the whole day like on the gate for I think it was second moto I was literally about to fall asleep and I had to keep slapping my helmet and stuff to keep me awake it was really bad and it was just a bad moment but then the second moto I got like third out of the whole shot I think Neve was in front of me and Andrea and no actually I was in front of Neve and then I made a mistake in one of the turns before the is it the skyline jump or the skyscraper skyscraper jump and I went off the track for a few seconds and shot past me and then after that I just was too tired to keep up with them honestly I don't think I was I don't think I drank enough water that morning or ate enough food before my race, but I just, it was not a good day for me. I was just overly tired and just didn't have the the energy to push myself really. And Andrea and Shaw rode great that day. And I ended up getting third. I mean, second. You got second. Second. Yeah. Cause Neve, I don't think Neve's got anything better than third. She's gotten second in a couple of motos, but hasn't gotten past the third step of the box yet. She did win the first moto, I think, at Georgia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that that happens. What um, what happened at the at, in in Texas? Because you went to Texas again, didn't you? No. Um, the next one, I think, was I think it was Sunset. Yeah, it was. Uh, okay. OK, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're fine. Um, Illinois, uh, it rained Thursday night really bad. Like the track was really bad and they they scraped like so much of it off. Like I was really surprised. I've always that's my favorite track. And um, I just love the flow and the layout to it and the sand. It's rough, but it's like it's it's not too bad. And um, Friday practice, they didn't start till like, I want to say two, two o'clock. They started late and only did like two rounds. And by then there was like no mud. It was like it never even rained on the track. And um, I was feeling really good. When they scrape the track like that, does it make it smoother or rougher? Smoother. It was really smooth. But Saturday, um, first moto. I can't really remember. Oh, this was the one where um, me and Andrea were side by side out of the first turn and they couldn't tell who got the whole shot. So, and then my dad was saying that Andrea was just like a tiniest bit in front of me. And I was like, yeah, she probably was honestly. 
I didn't know. I wasn't really looking like to my side. I was just looking straight. But um, yeah, and that moto, um, I think that was the one where I kind of got a little crazy on accident. Like one of the laps, I hit a rut and it kind of threw me to the side instead of going straight. And Andrew was right beside me. So I kind of bumped Nick Tur a little bit on accident. And I talked to her after the moto because I ended up getting second and she passed me in a turn and I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. And she was like, yeah, it's okay. Like, but I almost crashed and I felt so bad. I was like, Ooh, like I would have been so upset at myself if I made her crash. Cause I don't want to be that rider, you know? Well, if you wouldn't have ran into her, you might've crashed. Yeah, probably. Um, no, but where she passed me on that moto, it was after that. Um, it was in a turn I took outside and she took inside and I, the outside was kind of deep, not like muddy, but just the berm, my skid plate kind of got stuck on it for like a millisecond and she made the pass. But um, second moto, I got the whole shot and um, I just was kind of riding my own race because Andrea, I think she got um, stuck behind someone in the first turn, not stuck, stuck, but just wasn't right behind me out the gate. So, yep, I ended up getting the overall there. And that was pretty nice. I mean, I don't know. I I don't I was kind of worried about her after that first moto, her being right behind me. I just but I just knew I had to do my own thing out there and not and worry about it. She never was a can she did she get close to you during that moto? No, I had a pretty good gap. Um, I think Shaw was in front of her at one point and they were having their own battle because sometimes um, in the turns, I know you're not supposed to, but I would look back just to check where they are, you know, and I would see Shaw right in front of her and Andrea just going at it. It gave you a little breather and uh, yeah. allowed you to ride your own race. That, well, yeah. that's, that's good sometimes. Mm -hmm. So you get the overall there. You have a pretty good points lead, fairly comfortable at this point, and you roll into your home track. Yeah, that, that weekend was awesome. I got to run B class, 450B, to that weekend. So um, I was running, I had, let me see, I had one, I had four motos on Saturday and then two on Sunday. So Friday was fun. I mean, I ran B class practice for fun and I have some friends in there that race it. And it was really fun to like race them in practice, even though it was just practice, but, um, in staging, we were like, okay, we're going to race and we have to start like all together. And then we ended up leaving, um, one of our other friends cause he was back in line cause we said we were going to wait for him and then we didn't. And then he cut the track during practice to catch up with us. And it was really funny, but, um, Saturday, um, I got the whole, sh I got both whole shots. Wait, did I? No, I didn't. That's wrong. That's wrong. I got the whole shot. Um, one of the motos, I don't really remember which one, but, um, I think it was the second one. Yeah. Andrea got the whole shot first moto. And then I was right behind her the whole first lap. And then back coming back towards the first turn I passed her because she went too far out and I just 
barely snuck into the inside. And then after that, I kind of just merged my gap and I won that moto. And then second moto, I got the whole shot and I stayed out in front the whole time. Um, I'm not sure how far ahead I was, but I remember, I think Andrea and Shaw were battling one of those motos again. So I won the overall there and it was awesome because I had obviously my whole family and I could bring my best friend there from the one I go to school with. Um, actually, two of them, they both came and watched and it was just really cool. They've never seen anything like this. Like most of the kids at my school have no idea what it's like. Um, so it was really cool. I really want to know, what did they say? They were just like asking me, they're like, what's motos? Like, <laughs> you have two motos? What does that mean? And I, was, I just couldn't explain it to them. I was just like, every class has two motos. That's all I can tell you. It's just wow. too, I am not good at explaining things. But, but as far as seeing you race and yeah. seeing you race at that level, mm -hmm. it, it had to have been pretty impressive for him. Yeah. Um, my friend, her name's Lily. She, um, she was saying that she wanted to come see me race again. So now actually we're bringing her to Redbud with us next round. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And, and it's just because she had never seen anything like that. Or do you think that yeah. she, she's going to want to start riding? Oh no, she's, she's not going to want to start riding. That's just not her, but she does think it's cool. She's a really little person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think she can withstand that. Wow. A really little person. <laughs> <laughs> nice way to explain that one. Yeah. And did you guys were already out of school, weren't you? Yeah, we my last day of school was the week before sunset. So we've been like out of school for like a month, probably. Or a little less. And not to get off track, you said that basketball practices are our basketball's already over, or the summer ball is it? What what is it? Is that what it's called? Summer league. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was going on the whole month of June, but now it's done for. It's it was it was pretty good, but now we're just going to go back to open gyms. And open gyms is. It's just um, sometimes we'll lift and then we'll um, do dribbling drills or shooting drills. And that's about it. It's pretty laid back. When does when does is there another portion of uh, that you'll play games in the summertime or do you just have to wait for the season to start? Uh, just wait for the season to start. But our coach might um, set up some scrimmages here and there just to get some games in. Are you guys going to have a strong team next year? You know, I'm not sure. I've been thinking about it. And we just – we had five seniors last year who all started. And they they were a big part of our team. But I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, I, I have hope. <laughs> I need a little more optimism there. You know, uh, well, maybe I hope <laughs> not really, I guess. Uh oh, if not, it's OK. I mean, we'll see. We'll just have to see. Does, does your coach know about your racing? Yeah, um, he was going to come to Briarcliff, 
but he had work and he couldn't, which sucked. But he's he's seen the pictures and everything. Um, I'm not sure how knowledgeable he is about the sport, but he he thinks it's cool and he understands when I have to miss basketball stuff for it. Does he stress over you getting injured or anything like that? Yeah, every time when I, I walk in the coach's office and tell him my plans and that I won't be here because of this, and he always says he's he calls me Ozzy because of my last name, and he's like, "Don't get hurt, Ozzy." <laughs> like, don't come back hurt and i'm like okay well he's probably counting on you yeah that that's that's pretty cool that you have a good relationship like that yeah. i know you we, we talked about your schooling and they don't like you to miss for races and stuff like that um have they come around at all realizing that that you're not just going and goofing off you're actually participating in a professional woman's sport no, they really couldn't care less. I don't think um, they I don't think they understand motocross that much. And I don't really understand why I've told them that I get all my work done prior to. But they just I think it's more of the thing like if you can do it, then we have to let everyone else do it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've actually figured out a trick from one of my senior friends that graduated this year. She was on the basketball team. She told me that if I go to a college, like visit a random college on my way to the track or something, then I could say and take like a picture at the college. I can say that it was a college visit and they won't count as an absence. Well, there you go. Yep. Yeah, you just have to map that out and, and take a little side road. Yep. That's pretty cool. That that is a good trick though. I'm I'm sure that uh, you need to pass that around the to any of the other seniors that race so to help them out. Yeah. You walked out of Briarcliff pretty confident, pretty strong. Um kind of knowing what was coming. You go to the next race. Um, how was your confidence and, and were you pretty positive you were going to take it away? I would say I was about 80% or maybe 75% sure, like confident in myself. Um, I just kept like telling myself the same thing my dad told me about there being pressure on me, but not at the same time. Cause I still have more time. Um, but I knew that I kind of, I liked the track. Like I flowed with it more. It was kind of hard packed. There are some things I don't like about the track and everyone doesn't like about the track, but I felt fast on it. And I just knew that it would be one of my stronger places. And that whole shot, I love that whole shot with a concrete start. And I just knew that something good was gonna happen. First so. moto, whole shot. Rode away. Why? I don't know why it's so hard for me to remember the whole shots. Um, yeah, yeah, I got both of the whole shots this weekend. And last weekend, never contested or did did, did uh, you? Let me think. Mm, this is literally the most recent round, and I don't know why I can't remember it that much. Um, Andrea, okay, it was muddy. I remember it, it was muddy. 
and the track was one lined. So I was out front and that basically already gave me a huge advantage through the one line track. And Andrea would, um, she would be on and off. She would get close to me and then kind of fade and then get close and fade. And she got close to the end when we finished, but it, there was no way she could make a pass in that on that track. Like I wouldn't be able to if the roles were reversed. But so I want so that one. It would have been different if she would have gotten a whole shot. Most likely she would have won the race. Yeah, most likely. Or if somebody else would have whole shot it, they probably would have won. Yeah, it would have been a whole different story. But second moto got the whole shot. It was a lot drier. Still not one lane, but like just the rut lines were kind of messed up from the track being like that earlier in the day. And um, so I had like a nine, 10 second gap between first me and Andrea. And I see the white flag and I'm like, okay, one more lap. And I come around and I thought the checker flag was out. And it was another white flag, but I didn't know. And I started to pull off the track. And then I look over to the side and there's um, some people standing there watching. And one of them is telling me to go like screaming, like, like wide eyed. And I look behind me and I see Andrea coming and the white flag is still out. And then I like, I literally like pin the throttle and take off. And that nine second gap turns into like her right behind me the whole last lap. And then um, there's there's an off camber with three lines at PBR. And it's like a love and hate relationship with that thing, but that's besides the point. <laughs> so I knew she was gonna take the top line cause I always take the bottom line. Um, and so we're side by side going through this off camber and um, I just pin the gas right when I'm close to being out of it. I just hold it as hard as I can and just make it before her to the turn. And then I, she finished right behind me and that was just like a mini heart attack. It was crazy. Like, I felt like I couldn't even really like enjoy me winning the whole championship. Cause I was so embarrassed of that, like not seeing the checker, the white flag, but I don't know. It was just wild. <laughs> You're not the first first person, you, but but you are one of the people that made it through. I've heard many many stories where people have lost races because they, yeah, did that and couldn't recover. Usually, I count the laps though, and I, just that one moto, I lost track and just went with it. But that was my fault, anyways. I should have looked at the flag. Well, if they send the white flag out, yeah. Well, technically. Um, what's his name? Kevin Bailey on the writers meeting that morning. He was, he always says that, oh, the white flag's just a courtesy. It may come out once, it may come out twice. You race to the checkers, but she's right. Yep. But, yep. I, uh, I've seen people lose the race because they slow down before they get to the checkered flag. Mm -hmm. Because you race to the checkered or through it, you know. If I would have lost because of that, I would have never forgave myself, even though I had more time to win the championship. But I would have been really upset with myself about that. Um, it would have gave you motivation. It would have made things a little different. But yeah, yeah it, I mean, 
you to beat yourself up more than anybody else would have. Mm-hmm. So my dad was going crazy though when that happened. Everyone was telling me um, it was Ellie's dad. He was saying that my dad was screaming as loud as he can from across the track, like freaking out when he saw me about to pull off. Oh, uh, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. <laughs> Let's go back to you. You get the checkered flag. You realize that it's over. You've won the moto, which means you've clinched the title. What's running through your head at that moment? Just thinking about me almost pulling off. But at the same time, I was like, oh, well, it's over, but it's not. But I don't have to worry now, really. Is that affect your emotional preparation to go in to Michigan? No, I'm really excited for Redbud. I like that track. It's probably one of my second favorites to Sunset. I just love the facility. Um, it's not that far of a drive. And it's just a really cool place to be. And my obviously, I'm bringing my friend with me, so that's going to be exciting. Um, but, yeah, I, I just – I really love – the jumps on that track aren't very intimidating – um, the rollers are more intimidating than the jumps are. I'll tell you that. But um, why is that? Have you have you ever seen Redbud's rollers after a day of motos? Yeah, I mean, I uh, have you though. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. You know, you're gonna have to look up another picture, a recent picture. But okay, they're it's basically like not even rollers, but just like little bumps everywhere, like. Like moguls? Just yeah. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. It's it's pretty gnarly. It's probably the um hardest part of the track. Do you think that will affect you um that much? Um, not really. I'll just mainly be focused on keeping myself on the bike because a lot of crashes happen through there. But uh I did a riding school with um Joel Hetrick and Rastrelli recently and Joel was telling us giving us some advice on how to go through those rollers and I feel more prepared now like I mean they've never really intimidated me but I've always like worried about like crashing through there and messing it up but the only part of those rollers that are smooth is when it's like first practice of the day on Friday I swear (laughs) <laughs> first practice first lap of the day is the only time you'll see those smooth. well it, let, let, let me ask you this i've asked some of the other guys uh, that i've spoken to um mm-hmm. what if we go back to old school motocross with no grooming you know um i wouldn't be too opposed to it i mean before WMX, they don't really do much anyway. Maybe throw on some water. But um, I've ridden tracks that haven't been groomed, not at all the whole day, but I mean, like, in a good minute that day. Like, they'll groom it right after us. So I'm was, talking about never grooming it. Like, ever? Not even after the day is done? Nope. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think that's I don't think that's a good idea. 
<laughs> I think that's more of a safety hazard at that point. No, come on. Because we used to race at this place called Carlsbad. Mm-hmm. And the famous motocross track that they put industrial buildings on now, but they would turn the sprinkler system on early, early in the morning, get it all muddy, turn them off. And you, you'd be there all day. So your first moto practice or your first practice was in the mud. Your first moto, it was still a little muddy. And your second moto, it was dry and dusty. That reminds me of some of these local tracks I go to. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, there's, but the track never, ever, they never brought a tractor out there, ever. Oh, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's just the way it was done. I don't know how it's even rideable at that point. I mean, we rode machines that had less suspension than you do, too. Oh, my. (laughs) You need to go look at some of the old pictures of some of the old stuff that we used to ride. Yeah. You know, and you'd appreciate that shock technology that you have and the A arm technology that you have. I mean, oh, yeah. The, the engines that you get to ride are incredibly fast compared to, uh, you know, some of the, the two stroke stuff that was built that just, yeah, the four, four strokes, old school, four stroke stuff with boat anchors compared to what you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I really am digging here for something from you as far as the emotional outlet after you knew that you clinched? You know, um, I feel like it just hadn't set in yet when it right went right when it first happened. I was just, it didn't feel real almost. But now sitting here, I'm like feeling it. Like <laughs> so so what is what is the emotion that you're that you're having about it right now? I feel just like unstoppable (laughs) almost and just overall like good mood all the time I would say like I'm excited like every time like before I practice I'm just thinking about the last race and I'm just having fun a lot of fun that keep having a good time little piece of advice make sure that you don't peak with that enthusiasm I mean, d- please don't think that I, you, you shouldn't celebrate it and be ecstatic. You should. But you don't want to have those valleys and peaks. So if you have a bad race, you're in a valley and then you got to fight to get out of it. Um, yeah. That's how it used to be. Yeah. For me, a lot of the time. What do you think brought on the maturity level from last year to this year? For me, I think it was just being around the older girls and seeing how they act and they set the example and um, I follow it, try to follow it. So now that you're a WMX champion and you get to stand next to Neve, who's also a former champion, and Andrea, who's a three-time champion, do you feel... Like you belong? 
Um, yes and no. No, only because um, for the longest time, I've only just kind of put them on a pedestal, like as role models and leaders and everything. It just feels weird that I'm in there all of a sudden, not used to me being there. And that it's my first year racing the WMX class. But yes, because I've earned it this season. You have. You have. Being a rookie, nobody, it, it seems to me that nobody's called you a rookie. Um, I feel like my mom calls me it more than anything as a joke. She, we'll be sitting at dinner and she's just like, oh, Duffy makes rookie. Well, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could technically get rookie of the year and a championship trophy all at the same time. Maybe. Um, I know there's there's a few other people that could also get it, but. In your class? The rookie award? Is that that's what you're talking about? Yeah, you could end up with rookie rookie of the year and, and I'm not sure if they do that for anyone but the pro guys. I'm not 100. percent I don't know. I sure hope they do it for you. Yeah, because that's they do nostalgia. amateur, amateur huh? year. I Say that again. WMX also qualifies for like amateur of the year award, technically. Really? Yeah. It's kind of weird how they do it. Yeah. I, I, nobody wants to step up and give you the respect that you deserve. But then again, they give you a pro class, but they don't give you a pro honor. Yeah. It's just, it's just messed messed up a little bit but <laughs> yeah they've been doing that with the atvs forever it's gotten better this year for us girls in my opinion did they get the autograph thing straightened out yeah yeah, yeah I, never, I never got any pictures from Briarcliff. um oh i, I was bummed yeah. actually at at Briarcliff, I ran out of posters in like two minutes of being there because I was really low and I didn't know at the beginning. So I sat there almost all the whole time with nothing. Uh, so you didn't miss much. You broke all those kids' heart. Oh, I know. Um, I had a youth rider that weekend because of the WMX program thing we're doing this year. Right. He came up right after I gave my this girl my last poster, and I felt terrible. And I was telling her that I would give her one at the next round, and I did. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, did you take a picture with your youth rider in, in her shirt? Uh, yes. Um, I don't have it on my camera roll, but I think my mom took it. Can you see that? Can you make sure I get that, please? Yeah. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get them all. Because yeah. we sponsored the shirts. Oh, yeah. I don't know if she was wearing that shirt, though. I sure hope so. I think, I don't think she was because I gave it to her right before we took the picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's my <really> bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You know, 
it's my fault for not getting more organized in that or, or more involved and, and, and helping out. Um, it was the kind of last minute thing to, to jump in and, and get some t-shirts for the kids. Um, yeah, no. I just appreciate that Andrea actually, uh, you know, thought it was a great idea and said, no problem, do it. So yeah. I, I appreciate that. So you being the new champion and, Andrea still probably being like the older, um, I don't want to say leader because she's not the leader anymore, but she is, she can be a, she can, she can be the one that's out front. That's, that's helping with promotions and things like that. And, and I hope that you will, I hope that you will uh, learn from that and, and grab a hold of those reins and help her promote your sport to make it grow. Yeah, definitely. And my dad, um, after I won, it was Sunday at PBR. He was telling me that I needed to go down to the gate for the girls class and schoolgirl class like she does and like fist bum boom and stuff on the gate. But I was a little nervous, not going to lie. And the motos were really late and we were about to leave, but that's not really an excuse. But I just was kind of nervous to go by myself, but uh, I'll have to get used to it. I just have to do it. Yeah, because the kids are going to look up to you. And when you put that number one on your bike next year, you know, it's going to be a a whole new world for you. Oh, well, we're not we're not running number one next year. What? Yeah, my dad says he doesn't want to put a target on my back. And I feel like that's not me being number one. You are number one. You earned it. I can be number one and also be 130. I I will respectfully disagree with you. I'm just, I'm really superstitious about things. Like, I feel like it would be bad luck if I changed my number. Same thing, like with the gear I wear on certain days. Like, I feel like there's bad luck with it. All racers are kooky. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You know, I, when I was racing, I put the same boot on the same foot every time, same sock or, or I would have to take them off and redo it. Yeah. It was, um, when I got second at Ironman, cause that was just a really bad weekend in general, like me being tired and everything. And I wore the purple gear for WMX Saturday. And that was the first time I wore it, that gear. And I was like, oh, okay, well I lost. And then I never wore it on Saturday for the rest of the season and I still have it and I'm not going to. Yeah, I, I get it. I totally, I'm superstitious myself. Um, but I am die hard about earning that one and, and running it because it's such a prestige thing for your sponsors and for everybody that's involved. Um, most of the sponsors, I, I don't know how they interact with your dad or you. Um, I'd be like putting my two cents in and saying, yeah, we want a one on there, but we earned it, you know, those parts, those, those donations. Yeah. We we need the advertising with the one. Yeah. I might have to talk him into it. Well, it's, it's also a personal preference. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. You know, don't, don't do it because I'm saying made up my mind on that. Yeah. I haven't thought about it a lot. Make your posters with the one. 
And I if you can't really it, imagine how that would look on my bike. Well, then you need to go do it just to see what it looks like. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, um, I get really excited when I get to put the number one on one of my machines. I've never done that in the past, but that's obviously different because this is like WMX, but. Right. Yeah. That's right. what would make it more meaningful. When you roll into Loretta's, uh, what's your strategy there? I do not like that place. <laughs> Just a strong hatred for that place. But um, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see if they even changed the track at all after the flooding last year, they probably just made the same track I'm guessing. But, um, my strategy, I mean, I kind of want to do the 10 commandments section. Like, I don't know. I just always wanted to do it. And every time I just chickened out, but I think that would be really, really good for me. Um, if I could do that section smoothly, but, um, I'm mainly just focused on, getting whole shots and getting money basically not to sound like stingy but there's only so many whole shot awards left and I don't have a job in school <laughs> so if I can get as much as I can before it ends um, I'm gonna try do you put that back into your race program or do you use that for back home stuff back home stuff Mainly clothes that I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let me, let me ask you this. Let me put you on the spot here for a second. Um, are you a girly girly or a tomboy? I'm pretty girly now. I didn't used to be, but I, I've become a lot more girly. Wow. And you go ride, get mud on your face. Uh, you get mud on your yeah. face and, and motocross race. And then want to be girly girly. Yeah, it's weird, but I love it. What is the talk in the house with the family? Your sisters, your mom. Have you guys sat down and talked about this? Me being girly? No, you being a champion. Sorry. Oh, um, not really. When I came home. Right when I walked through the door, my sister was already like in the kitchen and she was like, good job. Like they don't they don't really make it as big of a deal because they're so used to me like winning already. So they just they tell me good job and everything. And that's pretty much it. If you were going to go to college, is there a local college that you could go to uh, just to keep your credits going? Um, so if you ever wanted to transfer to a, to a big, a big four year. Yeah, we have, um, OSU Newark, which is Newark is the town I live like 20 minutes from. So that's like, you can go there for like two years and then transfer to the main camp campus in Columbus. So I might do that. I'm not sure. I haven't figured it out yet, but my sister, she was going to do that, but she ended up going to a different college, the college that my parents met at. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. You have no idea what you want to do for a career, nursing, business? Yeah. At first, I was thinking that, like, I do not want to spend the rest of my life in a hospital, but they do get paid good. 
So that could play a big factor in that. I don't know. I might like it, try nursing, but I'm not sure what else I would do besides that. My mom works in the hospital too. I'm not a nurse, but. Have you thought about your long-term racing career goals? Um, not super long-term, but uh, I'm, I was thinking maybe win WMX three more times at least. I'm not sure how everything's going to play out with college and stuff. Hopefully it works out. But, and I also want to win a B-class championship, maybe. Okay. At some point down the road. And eventually be fast enough to run A and be competitive in A-class. That's a big goal. That's that's admirable. Very admirable. Kenzie, I want to thank you so much. This was a great conversation. It's really enjoyable to see the growth from the last time I talked to you, the confidence that you're, that you're, you're just oozing confidence right now. It's, it's incredible. And um, I think that uh, next year and and the year after uh, there's some good things are going to come out of it. I wouldn't count Andrea out. I think that she's going to light a fire and change some things and, and be much more competitive next year. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm also hoping to make growth myself and just keep going up from here. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industries building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.